go. Okay, so we've got a few questions that have come in. So we'll talk about those first and then we'll, we'll circle around for any other questions and then we'll go more into the personal development. Um, so the two questions that came in, one from Laura, and actually, Laura, I wanted to get some clarity on this because I'm not sure I completely understand. So Laura's first question was regarding creating volume at the end of the week. Hang on a second. Sorry. There we go. Um, you know how in Soulcraft, we always say that you have to keep momentum going. So if there's ever a week where you haven't enrolled a preferred customer or an associate, what do you have to do? Oh, you get a buy. Product. You get a buy. Yeah. Exactly. Yeah. Exactly. Yeah. Because you don't want that stream to go stagnant. And I've see, seen this, if you let it go, even a week where there's no movement, it's like everything kind of just stops. And of course, if we really believe in the products, there's always something that we can buy, even if it's just toothpaste. So Laura's question was, do you recommend creating enough volume to fill the gap for that potential business center or, or only purchasing one to two single items? So when you say fill the gap, do you mean like to get it to a certain level or can you tell me more just to make sure I understand? Yeah, I guess to um, create a check, essentially. Create a check. Ooh, okay, perfect. Yes. Um, that That's fantastic, but as long as it's just something. So I always like to create checks. And yeah. uh, so that's always good. But as long as it's something, I don't mind because it's just movement in that stream to keep the water flowing. Yeah. Okay. And Thank you. this kind of depends too, like, like for me, it's very easy because Peter and I are, you know, we could easily go through four or 500 sales volume points of product between the two of us easily. But this is going to be different if you are single and you're at 200 point auto order, you might be kind of pushing, pushing it. So then you might just buy like one thing. But if you're a family that's ordering more, usually it's a lot easier to do. And this, this is another really good question. I, I often get asked, um, and you'll see this in Soulcraft, whether you should build with two legs or build with four. And so where at all possible, and there are some countries where, like Australia, it's a lot more expensive because like a 200 point auto order, like mine just came in and even for me, I'm like, wow, that's, that's a lot. It's like $560 just because it's the exchange rate. So in Australia, it can be a little bit harder for people starting out to build with four legs, but as quickly as you can have people build with four legs. And the reason being is that the same amount of work, like there's just a slightly about more work to get four people in line, but you will make so much more. When I went to, I always tell this story, but when I went to my first gold retreat, I was building with four legs and I'd probably say 70% of people were building with two. And my income was three times the amount of people building with just two legs. Wow. So it's, it's huge. And plus the other thing, when you have four legs, we know that we want to get a gold director in each leg. If you're building with two, you actually, you decrease your chances of being able to strategically have four leaders in four legs. You might end up with more leaders just in two legs. So it's much better to be building with four so you can get those gold directors in each leg. So what I do in Australia is I always tell people, okay, if we have to start with you with just with two with 100 point auto order. So I always get them to do a three business center, no matter what, even if they can only keep their one BC active with 100 points. And then I tell them, okay, as soon as we get your second person, 
we're going to get, we're going to move you up because we know that then we can start having that volume roll over. Okay, so I, and I just tell them that, like, if it's, if they just absolutely can't do 200 points, I'm like, okay, let's start you with 100. But as soon as we get your first two, we're going to bump you up to 200 points because you don't want to miss that volume that you would have gotten if you had have had three business centers. Laura, Laura and Barb, because in Canada, the exchange rate isn't as, as, as extreme as Australia, but what are you guys doing? Are you encouraging people to build with four or what's the, uh, what's the kind of the feeling in Canada? Yeah. Yeah. I always encourage to, to begin with a 200 and, and stick with that. Yeah. Um, mm -hmm. Yeah. And, and, you know, try not to go back and forth. Cause I know that some people have done that as well. And then it, it gets messy, right? It gets kind of, uh, yeah. 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 And USANA is really good. Like if someone loses their volume, it's, as long as you catch it within the week, you can call USANA and they will restore it. So like, if it's just a week later, they'll restore it. They, they will even restore it like, like within that, that month. But if it happens a second time, they won't. So you, I always try to catch volume, like if people miss their auto order in that week, so I can correct it right away. Yeah, because it's devastating if you've got all this volume and then, you know, your inside legs. Yeah. So and I would say Australia and sometimes Mexico can be a little bit harder because, again, the exchange rate is 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 quite a bit. Yeah. So but Canada's nearer to North America, so it's not as hard. Okay. Yes, Vicky. Clarify something there. Um, mm. When you've got someone who's um, building, maybe not super fast, so they bring in their first two, are you advising them to put them on the left and right? Would you ever advise to put them on the same leg? You know, um, never, yeah, never, never ever, yeah. Because it's, mm. it's a training that we were taught at yeah. one stage. Yeah, yeah. so, okay. You, yeah, a lot of um, Mexico did this too back in the day. I don't think so much now. Um, Asia was doing it a lot where you just built with two legs and you just kept stacking. Yeah. Well, and so, more, sorry, okay, go ahead. It, it, it's a little bit more like the advice was, um, you know, put the first two together and then the second two together. So you would go two and then two. Yeah. Just, but, yeah. And I'm just yeah. curious your view on that. That's all. Yeah. Yeah, no, re re really good question. It again, the philo the philosophy is that you're trying to help somebody by giving them one person. So you're 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 hoping to make them stronger by giving them one person. However, like all of you are are driven and you really want to build this. So you're you're going to get your four, and then you're going to continue with your new people putting them underneath each of those four going down one side. And if if you were just to, like it's still even someone who is maybe not that as active as you are, even if they just put two people in, in one line, it's not gonna benefit them as much. Yeah, mm -hmm. And it's kind of, it's, it's going to the lowest common denominator. Mm -hmm. And what we're always trying to do is like raise our standards for ourselves and for our team. And not like kind of in a classroom, you don't want to like just teach to the lowest common denominator, because then, you know how we say in Soulcraft, if you, if you rate yourself like a seven out of 10, and then you enroll a six, cause it's easy. And then they enroll a five, cause it's easy. Um, and then pretty soon you just got zeros in your, so we always yeah. want to, yeah. 
Yeah. And it's, but this all through USANA and, and it wasn't just from USANA, it was like a network marketing in, in general. That's how they would build. Yeah. Yeah. But it unbalances you. And, and then it's also not teaching people that they need to get two people, you know, like they, like minimum, you know, like, yeah. And then you, I know all of you know this, but you never want to build both sides of, of anyone, unless it's like a family member. That's kind of like the, the difference like if it's your mom or you know it's a family member that's different but everyone else you only want to build one side because they have they need to build the other side yeah. yes emmanuel yes um hi everyone <laughs> i i learned this the, the hard way because oh my god now it's now it's funny but when i started i i reached Silver with only 100 points because my my mm, sponsor didn't tell me about the 200 and I didn't know that so I only only knew the 100 uh, uh, 100 mm, out order so oh my god now that I know oh my god I lost so many points I could have so many checks and it was so hard <laughs> you know because I only was building two, two, two legs and I could do I could I could did four and no <laughs> now I the the only thing that I teach to my team is to build with four legs for sure yeah 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 it's and it's it's only even for australia like it's only hard for that first little bit if you know if if people are struggling with that but if you can get your four people and even in the beginning if it's two associates and it's preferred customers in the middle you're you're so on the road to getting there versus losing all that volume yeah yeah great story <laughs> the lessons we learn eh? is where we learn everything <laughs> Uh, all right, so that was a great question. And then um, this is another really good one. It's from Laura. So another question, what do you suggest when you feel consumed with hosting events and you don't feel like you're getting enough business presentations done? For example, I'm hosting a full moon gathering highlighting USANA's mood products on Thursday evening and a summer spitzer with two associates on my team on Friday evening. It's taken a lot of marketing and inviting and prep, but it's not exactly business focused. So this, this is a super good question. So one of the reasons why it's so important to track what we do to see like what enrollments we're getting, what our conversion rates are, is we can start to see what's busy work and what actually is getting us results. And sometimes it can be really surprising because these events, it can be a lot of effort and you can think, wow, it's like moving me forward, but really, is it getting the customers? Is it getting the associates, etc.? So we always want to test and measure. And it's totally fine, you know, to do these things. And then you realize a couple months down the line. But like Laura's doing, she's questioning, is this the right thing to do? So I always test and measure. And I really have three ways that I decide if something is getting me the results that I want. So number one, of course, is it bringing in associates? number or or customers let's say so business builders or customers is it helping to train my team and keep them connected because if it's training my team and it's keeping them connected that is also very valuable 
And then finally, is it sowing seeds? But I have seen the results of those seeds. So if it's six months down the line and you think, oh, it's sowing seeds, but you actually haven't seen any results, it's probably not sowing, sowing the right kind of seeds. So that's a little bit harder to tell until you have more data. But that's what my mind is always thinking. Is it getting me customers and associates? Is it giving me good training for my team so my, my team is staying connected? But, but you also have to be careful about this. Is it just giving them a social event or is it giving them enough training where they're getting results somewhere else? So it can't just be like a good social event because there's a lot of things in USANA that can just feel good, but no one's actually getting results. So when I say, is it training and giving support for your team? Are they then getting results elsewhere? And then finally, is it sowing seeds that do get you results elsewhere? And, and then even if all of that is true, you're like, yes, yes, yes. Then what you have to think is, okay, if these are still good, am I doing too many of them? Like maybe I should just do one a month because maybe it's just as exhausting. So you could also um, decide how often you do them. So like a good example is why I used to do two health and wellness spas per week is that got me more. I mean, I used to do two to four presentations and that would get me when my, my conversion rates got really good, could, could probably get me like two associates. But when I was doing two health and wellness spas with 12 people coming to each 10, pe like 20 people would enroll in some way. So those two events it was like a no-brainer. I'm going to do two events like this every week. You know, even, even when, when I mean, it got to a point after like, I think three or four years where I just couldn't stand to hear myself say the same thing again. <laughs> but I kept doing it because it was the best thing for my team as well. But in your case, Laura, if you're like, okay, this is exhausting me and it's not getting me the results, then you might, you know, bring it back to just doing it once a month. Do you, do you want to share, does that help? Do you want to share a little bit what that makes you think or how you're processing that? Yeah, no, that, those are wonderful um, testing and measurable perspectives, questions, because for me, the full moon gathering, like it's intensely collaborative it's intensely collect there's a collective of like-minded folks mm -hmm. this is the second one I'm doing the first one we had over 50 guests and so it was really um really great people like were really emotional they're in they're in tears right like we're creating space for others yeah. and so there's mm -hmm. that like ability there's that trust there there's a lot of worth for me and value out of it because it's yeah. something I love doing Plus it's consistent because I'm going to do it every month with a yeah. full moon. Yeah. Um, the, the summer social spritzer, it's more or less, I'm doing it with two new associates that are wanting to build, I guess. And um, she is hosting it with her. Um, one of the ladies is hosting it with her yoga studio. Okay. So it's more or less, I'm kind of in the background and, and helping, but it's really casual and I don't, I don't know how much will come out of it. So that was my question. Yeah. Uh, like yeah. how many, how often should I do this? Should yeah. I encourage it? You know, it's social. So it's also kind of funny because there's like, you know, drinking involved, but we're a health and wellness company. So I feel so out of sorts with it, but I don't drink. So I don't know. Um, yeah. So there's that piece too, but 
I love that the sowing seeds because you know yes. you can gain customers and then those customers can turn into associates, right? Yes. And you can kind of like filter it out essentially. So yes. yeah, it's it's helpful. Thank you. It sounds like the full moon is like a, a for sure, like that that feels like that really resonates with you, the full moon gathering that you do. Yeah. Yeah. So that's like a yes. And I, I think sometimes the longer we go in business, there's so many things that we can say yes to. And my philosophy, and this comes from Murray Forleo, that if it isn't like a full on yes, I just don't do it anymore. Because when we say yes to something else, that means we have to say no to something as well. So every yes creates a no somewhere else because we just don't have enough time. So if something just doesn't feel like 100% aligned, then you might think, well, if, if this is an event that I'm helping support a new associate, maybe my rule is I'll do one with them and then they do the next one after that. So even like with my health and wellness spas, my rule was I would do one or two if they were a little bit newer and then that's all the health and wellness spas I would do for them. They had to do their own from then on. So they okay. could initially bring people to mine. And then if they wanted me to host, like say they had 10 people, I would come do one, possibly two if they were just really new. But then, okay. then they had to do, yeah. On their own, yeah. Yeah, so that that's might be. Point. Yeah, I'm for one of them, I'm we're supporting in their premier platinum run. So okay. she's like 100 sales sales volume points away with pretty much a month to go. <laughs> so she's oh, there. Yeah. But, but um, mm -hmm. okay, good, good tips. Thank you. Yeah. And I, I was just thinking, Emmanuel, do you want to share and things might have changed, but I remember when you were doing the before you started doing the health and wellness spa, you were doing the sip and scrub. And then your team loved that. And it was a little bit of a transition to do the health and wellness spa, but you were like, look, we're getting results with health and wellness spa. We're not really getting results with sip and scrub. And so you moved your team, but initially they're like, we want to sip and scrub and, you know, cause it's, it's, it was just fun, but you kind of gradually moved them into something that got results. I don't know if that's still the case because it's been a while ago, but do you mind sharing that? Cause sometimes we have to show our team like this is fun but it's not getting us the results that we want right yeah sure yeah. i i was thinking of that too while i was listening to laura because yes we we don't do seven scripts anymore we we now only do our health and wellness seminar spa so yeah it's it's all about the numbers we we always get new new customers or new associates with this event so so yeah it's a no-brainer now yeah. <laughs> back in the days not not, not it, it was not that <laughs> yeah and i think part of it is showing the team that there's a way to feel really good about the type of presentations you do it feels soulful it feels fun and get results but if if something isn't getting results it's just it becomes busy work and then then people will stop as well. And so we want them to be successful. Yeah, I'm, I'm, I'm not at the, um, that lesson yet, but I'm curious to know the difference between the sip and scrubs and the health and wellness seminars, because on my team, there's two women that are like the designated sip and scrubbers. <laughs> yeah. So every week they have one a week 
and it's it involves the skincare and the nutritionals and supplements and things like that. So it's pretty heavily involved, and they've they've created a program or a presentation that it's fairly solid. Um, but the rest of the team doesn't present in that way, and I I don't. I've done one when I was really new, like a month in, and so it. Do you recommend for like when I begin growing my team further for everyone to try it specific things like everyone to present in that way or you know is it okay for certain people to niche out and do like a full moon gathering some people do like skincare or is it better to just dive right in and everyone give it a go I, I'm always for if people want to um, do creative things and something like I'm all for people branching out and doing their own thing. Like, I think in the old day with network marketing, they always said, okay, it has to be duplicatable and everyone has to do the same thing. And I, I don't think that at all. The only thing is if it's not getting you the results, which is sip, sip and scrubs work great. You know, they're, they're great. I mean, it was working, it was working well enough for Emmanuel. It's just that when he, he came across something that was getting them better results, moving the team from what they knew and liked into something that got them better results. So it's not, I don't want it to seem like sip and sub scrub doesn't work, but I think it's just looking at is what we're doing getting us results. And if it's not, is there something better that we could be doing? But if they're, you know, whatever someone is doing, if it's getting results like the spritzer, if that's getting results, that's great. But if it's not, then it might be good to look at doing something else. Um, we are currently running the Benz Cup in Germany every month one, and Sigrun is another partner, and we are with three. I consider it as a as it is a system. So we have everything there. You do not have to think a lot. It's there. Also, presentation is there. We just have to to say who is saying what, and off we go. So for me, it's very limited effort. I, for me, it falls under the KISS principle. Keep it stupid simple and provide for my um, associate um, a tool that I can grow into and then maybe out. But I think it is a very good platform to start this and to get your, what is it? <laughs> your certainty with that. Yeah. And then you, mm -hmm. you first you join, then you bring people, then, then you be one of the presenter and then you go off. Or whatever. So I'm all, we are also busy to have a same principle approach for we call it a reset program, which is uh, like like KISS, <laughs> very uh, low level, as that is what my associate wanted, a kind of a low level system, which kind of gets them going and moving and then growing. And that's uh, mm -hmm. the way we currently approach it. And always together, and that is what my focus is, together also cross lines. So we kind of forming a community inside the, the company we are in and supporting each other. And that is what feels for me as generating a certain energy, let's say, mm -hmm. where we can have the benefit all and have a safe place to grow. Mm -hmm. Does that all help, Laura? Okay. Thank you. And any other questions about this? Well, yeah, Carmen, I just mm. wanted to ask Claudia, I just missed 
what you said that you the program that it's very um, easy to pick up and run and do. What was which one are you talking about? Uh, zip and scrap. Oh, and the zip and scrap. Okay. We come with a reset. We okay. call it reset, but the principle yeah. is the same as a zip and scrap. Mm -hmm. And um, you can then grow, eh? because for me, the next, you have the 28 days, Isana, it's uh, offering themselves out of the box, but that means if you are pure and new. So for me, it's peanuts, because I know sexy fit. <laughs> I can run a 28-day program with a Facebook group, not whatever, but not necessarily for someone who is freshly starting. Yeah, mm. they feel better if they at, at least know eh? if they have the feeling they are supported by others who know they mm. they can hook to initially and that gives them a more uh, yeah, certainty to to grow then yeah mm. and the reset is, is coming out of my uh, research from my new associates which are kind of slow starter they wanted to, to their cravings for something which is a kind of low hurdle as they, for them, is a low hurdle. They, they see that they can do it. Oh, that's so easy, I can do it. That gets them running and then also growing. And the same for the customers. Oh, it's, uh, I say, not 500 euros, it's like 100 euros. And that is also something which then quicker gets moving. And if it's a problem, it's a, the foot in the door. Because there, here they learn about lifestyle, they learn about supplementation and Isana products. And then based on that, they, it's easier to take the step to, for example, sexy fit. At least that's my, my experience. And yes. A good intro. A good oh, intro. Yes, yes. Yeah. It's, I, I, I see it as a kind of growing curve. And, and when, I, when I say something big, they're like, ooh, but if I have a lower kind of hurdle, then they say, oh, I can do that. <laughs> and, and then you have them much quicker with you. And then there's a natural growth. That's what, what I perceive. Huh? Mm. Yeah, that makes sense. Mm. As, um, um, okay, in, in Europe, we are confronted with so many different um, languages, countries, whatever. Yeah, And um, also English uh, for some people. I mean, Germans, for example, uh, there's a hurdle already. So if you be like, kind of having these kind of intros, then eventually English is no problem anymore, you see? Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. As a sip and crap, the plan is that we have sip and crap and reset in three languages. I, I, leave, I mean, the three languages I know. <laughs> Spanish maybe come by others. But if once you have the template, the language is um, not important anymore. It's Google Translate or whatever. And, and then you have a package in any of the languages there, which you can then kind of sell, uh, no, no, not sell, but give as a, a starter for others. Huh? Mm. And there, there is something too, like to Laura's question, is it good to have the whole team doing something together? While I love letting people do, you know, being fully creative, I think that's just so important because we're entrepreneurs, but there is something really nice if your team is doing something together. So like when I was doing the health of wellness spa, my whole team was doing that. When we moved to sexy fit, we were all doing that. And there's something, something really beautiful about your team growing together without squelching if they want to try something else. Yeah. They, they are free to go, huh? but at least I give them away. 
And, and that is where a lot of struggle I see in the staff. They're like, whoa, what is this? Huh? But yeah. if you give a clear way, hey, like, oh, that's easy, I can do it. Yeah. And they get them started, then the chances are much better for them to kind of stay there and develop themselves and so on. And fun, yeah. you know, I'm the fun guy. Yeah? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> All right. And then Emmanuel had a question, which Emmanuel, I need to get back to you, um, but I thought this was good for everyone. So Emmanuel was wondering with a WordPress site, so like we have our forward facing sites, if you want to build a training site for your team on the back end, what do you use? And so what plugin do you use? So I need to ask, ask my web designer because she did that. So I don't I don't actually know what she does. So for Soulcraft your way to 100K, that's that's um, Access Ally. But that's a whole, you don't need that for a training system. For Sexy Fit, we use Wishlist, but that's where you have the modules released and you don't need that for um, a team training. I'm pretty sure Live Well, so my back office training is just the pages on the back of a WordPress site. So you just construct it on pages, but I'll, I'll have to see if there is another plugin. So I'll get back to you on that. Okay. And I, I really do recommend that as you're growing your team, you do have your own team training. So that's something like USANA will give training to us, but it's always going to be better when it comes from you because you're in the field. So I've never like people have always said, oh, I wish USANA or any company would give us more training, but that's not really the corporate's job because they haven't been in the field for the most part. So really it's the distributors us that should be training our team. And there's something really nice when you can provide that training, which is a course in module seven is teaching you how to do that. All and, right, and so, oh, go ahead, go ahead, Claudia. So I was, I was also uh, thinking on, on this thinking path. So when, um, when I was thinking about um, WordPress, putting my website into WordPress as I had Marie Folio and learned that my site, my first site was content oriented, but not web enabled. So I said, oh, okay. <laughs> but then um, I got the, the sexy fit side. So what you said with all the elements in, for me, the mm -hmm. sexy fit side was then the, the, the side I focused on and I learned. I learned what are the whistles and bells and, and things like that. And once I, I felt I understood and mastered this, then I only turned towards developing my own, or let's develop my own website in, in WordPress and all the other things, huh? which, which kind of need to be there to be web, web enabled. Then when it comes to the training thing, I'm, I'm more the, again, KISS and the outsourcer. So <laughs> if, if I, I developed a training plan with, based on the Soulcraft thing, but then, I, I hook that to existing things and, and the, the, the whole thing is my training. But then I make use of um, trainings from Isana, which are part of the training plan, if they are open for this. I make use of other providers training because for me that was after a lot of years, the most valuable thing. And, and like also the, the soul craft for me is one training on the way for my associates. It's more for me a must, but okay. Mm -hmm. They still have the choice if they want to do it or not. Eh? So that is, mm -hmm. I start with out of the box and then they have um, kind of increasing in complexity because I have one, one, one um, system which works with, um, uh, from a principal point of view, like sexy fit, but less, complex 
as a as a system so and also you learn affiliate what's affiliate and, and things like that in an easy way and in a safe way because there are other ways out as well so that for me is a kind of slow start and options along the way is it my program the way i do it it's mine yeah. you see but I'm outsourcing certain things because like you are much better in a lot of areas than me. So I said, what can I tell? Let, let uh, Carmen tell eh? because mm. I find that much more valuable to hear it from you than from me. Eh? Mm. And I fill in the gaps. Yeah, but you're, it's, it's good because you're providing your team with just simple like USANA and other things that you know are going to help them build their USANA business. But USANA, Soulcraft, you know, but it's a clear path for training. Yeah. Yes. Yes. Mm. Correct. And you still have the choice, huh? and mm. it's also an, an increasing in investment <laughs> because mm. that's also something to learn. Yeah. When you start, you you have not so much resources available, and then slowly you start in terms yeah. of investing more in you, and that all all goes with it. Huh? Yeah. So it's a lot of things which I considered while I um, developed this training plan. Yeah. And I, that's a really good point. I think most of us probably train our team to read Robert Kiyosaki's um, books, at least one of his books, because that a lot of a lot of the people that we have enroll in our, our downline are usually coming from nine to five. And to make that switch from the nine to five to the entrepreneur mindset, and especially this idea of investing in yourself. That's so different to the somebody who's in a job, they're just not used to investing in themselves. So that's one of the books I would definitely have on your list that people should read in your team. One of Robert Kiyosaki's um, books, The Perfect Business, or his most famous book that I just is Cashflow Quadrant. For some reason, that was just escaping me. But both yeah. of those really help people go from the job mindset, nine to five, into the entrepreneur mindset. And part of that is investing in ourselves. Yes, the, the one is the business of the 21st century, I think. Yes. Yeah, I think that might yeah. be the new name. Yep. Yep. You can that, find it on Amazon either. You can still find it the perfect business or the business of the 21st century, depending what country you're in. Yeah. And, and, and also this, this is describing, I mean, this gives you sufficient um, input to, to understand network marketing and to make a much more um, a solid decision because you have more, much more information that network marketing is something for you, yeah. And, and, and he says, regardless of what you have, he urges to also look into network marketing and provide so much good training and personal development things. Mm. So that's yeah. what I like. So. Yeah. All that's right. what Soulcraft says as well. Eh? You have your passion thing and you have your network marketing thing. Eh? Yes. And combine it and do live and then it's a whole package. Yeah. Then you go. <laughs> yeah. Sorry, Laura, we're, we're going to say something. Um, what was the second book by Robert Kiyosaki you mentioned? The Cashflow Quadrant. Okay. Cashflow. So that, that's probably his most famous one. It's, it's what he built the board game Cashflow Quadrant on as well. Oh, and I it's, don't know. It, no, no. Okay. okay. So it's really, he has this, this philosophy. It's like a square and it's, you know, like a left, right, left, right. And it has you go from the employee mindset to the self-employed, which is like a massage therapist, then into the business owner, and then into the investor. So that's, that's usually the journey most people take as they go from the employee to the being in business for yourself, 
So this, the self-employed and people kind of get stuck in the self-employed. And even a lot of USANA associates get stuck in the self-employed where we do everything. We don't think of ourselves as a business owner, a business owner, an entrepreneur, which is what we all are. We want to be working on our business rather than just in our business. And so it really kind of teaches you to pull yourself out of just being that massage therapist trading time for dollars and really think of, okay, I need, how can I work on my business? So I'm not in it all the time because that's not a massage therapist doesn't have time freedom either. So he, he teaches you, it's really important to get to that business owner and entrepreneur. And then the next step is to become an investor. Mm. And so we touch a little bit about that in, in the end of Soulcraft, like looking at your savings and what you're investing in, but that's really where we want to head is where the money that we make in USANA, we're investing. And that's where, you know, true freedom comes as well. Right. So yeah, cash flow quadrant, re- really good, really good for like entrepreneurial understanding what it means to be an entrepreneur. Would you recommend, I like to, when I enroll an associate, kind of gift them a book and um, I have some copies of GoPro, but it is very masculine mind. And so would would Robert Kiyosaki be more, is it still fairly masculine or would you recommend one or the other, depending on, I guess, the person that you're giving it to? yeah, I would recommend, depending on the person, if it's someone who's very new to the concept of network marketing mm-hmm. and why it's so valuable, I would get the perfect business or something that's called the business of the 21st century. Okay. That it's a little book and, and I used to use it as my prospecting tool. Okay. Like I would literally give it to people and they would like enroll. <laughs> Because it, it, they're like, oh my goodness, like it's amazing. And it's a quick read. Like you can read it in two nights or even a night practically, but at least wow, two nights. Okay. Mm. And, and so, there's also a special part for women, sorry, at the end. Yeah, yeah, that's true. I forgot about that. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Great. So um, I haven't read GoPro. I read GoPro way back when it came out. It's, I, I should probably read it again to see if I would recommend it. I, I also really get people to read Think and Grow Rich, even though it's, yeah. it's harder, it is hard language, but that really teaches you the philosophy of, of how to be successful, like the whole idea of focusing so that, that magnifying glass in one place. And also the concept that if we can help solve a, somebody's problem, that's what creates wealth for us. And that's really what network marketing is all about. Ooh, what's it? Show me that. Is that Think and Grow Rich in Spanish? Oh, yeah. Pianse Rico. (laughs) That's great. (laughs) Is it new language? Is it easier to read language? No. No, I know. It's it's hard, (laughs) eh? (laughs) I know. It's hard going. It's just so good. Yeah. There is a new one. I I saw it that it's for women. So Think and Grow Rich for women, but I haven't read it either. So I need to find that. I've heard it's not as good. Really? Okay. Okay. Um, but I haven't read it personally, but I've heard that the, the original from Napoleon Hill is like the one to read. Yeah, yeah. yeah. It <laughs> I don't really, know what the differences would be, but yeah. yeah. There's something that's just so, so good. Um, I'm actually reading one that was only, dis- well, it's not that it was discovered, it was known about, but it, they didn't publish it because they were worried that there would be a little bit of backlash, but it's called Outwitting the Devil. Has anyone heard of that by Napoleon Hill? Okay, it's like 
one that they just didn't publish till like his, his wife didn't want it published. And then his estate passed on to his niece or nephew and she didn't want it published. And so now I'm, I'm reading it. It's supposed to be like better than think and grow rich. I'm halfway through. I don't think it's th better than think and grow rich. It's just interesting. But once I finish it, I'll let you know if I recommend it. But so I would say the perfect business think and grow rich and tell me some other names. I haven't thought about books I would recommend for, for network marketing in years. Um, the compound what? effect, maybe. Yes, yes, yes. The com yes, yeah. I had um, uh, an idea, and I don't know mm -hmm. if this is okay le legality with you, like logistically as well. But I was gonna just give them a copy of your um, effortless alignment. You know, the the four. There was four, I think, booklets or four little videos. Oh yeah, yeah. Yes, That's yes, okay. yes. Yeah. Oh my off. goodness. The um... um Yeah, go ahead. Soulful enrollment. The art of soulful enrollment. The art of soulful enrollment. Yes, the actual the P let me go look at it. <laughs> I create stuff and then I forget what I've created. So, because um, that's with the with my four part video series. Four part, yeah. Okay, but you can give them the videos. They can like a lot right. of people who have gone through Soulcraft. If you just give them those videos as training, you can totally do that. Okay. Yeah. Cool. Because that that probably would be some of the best training in terms of getting aligned with how to do network marketing. So yeah, absolutely include that in your training. Totally good. That's that's for anyone to use for free. And it's a good lead source for you for Soulcraft as well. Like for them to buy Soulcraft. Yeah. Yeah. That's mm -hmm. what I was thinking. <laughs> yeah. Let me get back to you in the books, because I, I used to recommend books all the time. I just haven't thought of it lately. And I'll I'll get back. But definitely think and grow rich, the perfect business, the compound effect is really good. GoPro to me is more the um, kind of the nitty gritty, but it's not as soulful. It is a little bit more masculine for lack of a better word. And I know there's another book I would recommend, but let me get back to you on that. Um, the, because the uh, Think and Grow Rich was so hard <laughs> and it didn't compel to me, mm -hmm. I turned to the science of getting rich and that I swallowed like in one, one thing. And yeah. then there is a German who had also developed a workshop in German based on that book who then um, change, um, gets the, the content of the book into actionable uh, stuff, which yeah. is also interesting. Yeah. yeah so that for me was much easier to digest. Yeah, it is. It's also considered of, uh, uh, beside the thing, uh, next to the thing and courage, uh, one of the older things, huh? the base that all started with this um, kind of way. Yeah. yeah. By something Wattle. I always remember his name is yeah. the, yeah. Yeah, yeah, I can't think of his other name, but yeah, that's, that is a really <laughs> good one too. All right, so before we move on, um, Sigrun, do you have any questions or Barb? Just a quick question, sorry, those four little videos, was that in the training modules? No, that was my, no. my I released it about a year ago. So it was a, <laughs> a funnel for Soulcraft for people to purchase Soulcraft, but all of you can use it to send it to your prospects as well. And it's, it's e even to go through it yourself, they're just 15 minute videos and they each have a free PDF with it. So it's, it's so good to train your team. You can go through it. It's super easy. I'll, I'll post the link in the Facebook forum mm, so okay. that you can, because it's, it's still, it, it's up and running. Yeah. Yeah. And it's free. It's like, and they get a real sense of me because I'm talking to them for 15 minutes, you know, through each video. 
but it's the art of um, the art of soulful enrollment, the art of um, okay. aligned presenting, follow up. Okay. Yeah. So yeah, I'll send that to everyone. And and if you're an affiliate, do you have the link for it in your portal? Yes. Yes. So everyone who is an affiliate, you, the link is in your portal. Laura, when you graduate, you graduate to be an affiliate and you'll have that link in your portal too. But you, I'll give it to you now. So don't worry. Yeah. Every, everyone can use it. It's just that it's, it's, it lives in your affiliate portal for, but anyone can go get it. Yeah. So and I'll, I'll get just that say too. that um, it was sent to me and this is why I'm here <laughs> was right. from that four part series by um, Nathan and Samar. That's right. Totally forgot about that. Yes. So it works. It does. <laughs> from Nathan, Nathan and Simone McCullough, who this is Laura McCullough, and they're not related. <laughs> so I was like, are you the sister in law? She's like, No, I'm not related at all. <laughs> oh. All right, so we've only got 15 more minutes, well, 10 more minutes, but I, I wanted to talk about something about leadership and enrolling associates. So as we know, enrolling associates is so important because that's where the leverage is, as we talked about um, our last call with me. And also to me, it's, it's just the funnest way to build network marketing because you have this wonderful team that you're helping and you're inspiring. And I just think that's the best thing about network marketing. So I wanted to talk to you about what being a leader means. So a leader is able to see this vision that no one else can really see yet, but you see that vision and you're able to inspire people to follow that vision, even though it's not real yet. So we think about any of the leaders that, you know, like Apple computers, so it's Steve Jobs that thought about this thing that no one believed in or thought was possible. And look what he created. I mean, yes, it's a little bit crazy now with social media and all that, but I mean, the Apple computer was pretty cool and the iPhone's still pretty cool. And then think of other people that we admire that, you know, whether it's Gandhi, whether they had this vision that no one else could see, but they held that vision and other people got inspired to follow them. And that's what we do in USANA. We have a vision for what we can do for helping people, a vision for our life, a vision for what other people's lives can be. And we hold that vision, even though it hasn't occurred yet, we hold that vision, we so believe in it, and that's what enables us to be a leader that people will follow. And for me, when I think about like what juices me, when I think of that, that's what juices me. Like that's what enables me to be a leader because I'm like, I have this vision. It isn't quite there yet, but I know it's going to happen. I have infinite patience for it because I know that's what I want. I know it's possible. And that's why I believe I get juiced and why people follow me. And it's the same for you. And it somehow gets rid of fears. It's somehow like, you know how we, I always say like, we've got to jump tracks from where we are. We have to get like onto another train track. And this is kind of one of those things that helps you get onto another train track where the things that are bothering you, the fears, the doubt, it doesn't even matter anymore. Because you think of the Steve Jobs, you think of the, any of these leaders, they don't care what people think. They don't care if you have you know, a down day or like, you know, how many times did each of these people get told no to? 
you know, like authors, we've, we've got so many examples of that. So I want you to really think of that and be that, like, what is your vision? What are you holding, not just for you, but for people around you? And then there's another neat way to think about, because I, I, Laura, I really, I saw your question about, you know, how do I hold space for fear or doubt or, you know, what, what, when I'm starting to, like, there's a lot going on, how do I lean into that? And this is kind of an interesting concept. So when you think about as a leader, we have this vision that we haven't realized yet, but we're leaning into that. Okay, now, and that's where we're putting our attention. Now, the same thing with fear, fear, the thing that we're fearing, it hasn't happened yet. It's just this ethereal thing. So are we going to lean into that? Or are we going to lean into our vision? And it's, it's our choice. Both are not realized yet, but somehow we get stuck in fear or doubt. But if we focus on that, if we lean into that, that's, that's where we can derail ourselves. But if we focus into the unknown of the vision, that's where we want our attention. So both are unknown, the vision or the fear. Like, because what we fear is never like, if we feared what was happening right now, we, we would be in bed and wouldn't get out because it would have happened. <laughs> but fears are never, they haven't happened yet. So what do you want to put your focus on? The fear that hasn't happened or the vision that hasn't happened? And as this leader that is holding the vision, that's, that's what you want to keep, keep focusing on. And just remember, like I see it in my life all the time, like there's so many ups and downs in entrepreneurship, but if we can keep holding that vision and it's more than staying positive, like staying positive only takes you so far, you know, it's like, okay, I got to like work myself up to stay positive. But when you think of holding a vision, that's jumping the train tracks. Does that make sense? Does that resonate in your body? Yeah, yeah. So always as leaders, we and this is why we talk about in Soulcraft, we want to keep raising the bar and for ourselves as well. Keep that space really big, that vision really big. Mm. I consider the what you said, the thing positive. So I, I recall there was a special moment in time where I decided for myself for the sunset of life versus the darker things that I say, okay, if I make, you always can ask, uh, you can decide to be the victim or you can decide to to see what you can learn out of it. So the learn out of it view is for me the sunset of things. So what can it bring? And I feel immediately the energy goes up if I ask uh, the question, what can I learn from it? Yeah? Mm, Instead yeah. of letting me drag it down. Oh my God, why is that happening to me? And so, so that for me is uh, the first level uh, and, and two words, and then comes the next one. Once you are there, then with a, with a more learning thing of it, then it's only a very little step towards the, what you said, the um, vision thing. Because yeah. then having that, you'll be much nearer to um, compelling vision thinking and, and things like that, which is then for me the next level and yeah, leader thinking. Yeah, but Claudia, what you said is so true because it's it's the quality of our questions as we know and just asking ourselves how switches our vibrations so quickly. Like maybe we, you know, in the moment we not, might not be thinking about our grand vision, but we can ask ourselves a good question. Okay, yeah. I don't feel that great right now. Well, how could I feel great? Yeah. You know, like, oh, I'm feeling a little down. Well, how could I feel better? 
you know, like that immediately shifts us enough to then we can get to that. It's kind of like Abraham Hicks talks about. Energy. Yeah. 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 And that this why on my vision board is question superstar. Questions to what, sorry? Question superstar. Question superstar. Yes. And that's Tony Robbins. Huh? Yeah. Yeah. And that's it. That yeah. really you feel that asking the right question brings you so much more forward and higher into energy. It's incredible. Yeah, so true. Em Emmanuel? Yeah, this thing about vision resonates so much with me because I had three leaps in my business. The first one was with the social media. Back in the day, my all my appliance didn't like social. So they told me, no, you're just wasting your time. You do <laughs> another thing. And and for me, that was the vision. I think I, I don't like to invite people by the phone. I I don't even like to order a pizza by the phone. <laughs> so I, <laughs> you know, and well that now it's like um you know social media it's now the thing is it is the second one was the customers well, my my sponsor say no no we we only want associates we don't like customers so customers buy and and, and i was thinking no i think customers are are pretty good and i changed my presentation this one of the abc i uh, back in the day was A, I'm an associate, B, uh, I, I have questions, and C, I'm a customer. But I, I, I change it and I say A, associates, B, customer, and C, I need more information. And, and, and my, my uplines were so mad. <laughs> <laughs> and, and the third one was about the online business. I think three months before the all this pandemic and so i say to my team we we're not gonna have any more uh, pre, uh how you say it? presential events like uh, you know, like uh hotel meetings and so yeah. we're gonna do everything online so again my sponsor was so concerning <laughs> no no you need to do something in like as like a physical space and i was no i these if I selling this business as an online business, why they should be at Mexico City to be training to be or, or to grow their business. So it's, it, it has no sense. And, and yeah, that's the reason it resonates so much with me this, this vision because <laughs> I, I have all that. <laughs> yeah. And that's, that's why you're successful. I, I think when we have this vision, then even if people don't agree with us, it's okay. You know, it doesn't doesn't side like it might. It's okay too if you do get sidetracked by someone's comments. That's human. But then we pick ourselves back up and we're like, no, this is where I want to head. Yeah, this is how I want my business to look. I I remember too back in two thousand eight. I knew I wanted to live around the world, and I knew the only way I could do that is if I started creating online systems. So I started Live Well Online, my training, like the back office training that that you're talking about, Emmanuel, in two thousand eight. And then the online nutrition program in 2011. Same thing. Everyone said you shouldn't be doing it online. But if if you just like Emmanuel and all of you, if if you know the business and life you want to create, then it's like, well, how do I make that happen? And to to just 
I mean, disrupt is such an overused term, but to do things differently is always great. You know, I mean, that's what, you know, part of being creative and, and the juice in us. Yeah. Great share, really great share. Any, any other questions around leadership or this idea of hold, having immense space for our vision? Laura, you look like you're going to say something. I might be, be misreading yeah. that. <laughs> no, you read me right. I <gasps> want to go back to our conversation yesterday, Carmen, because you are modeling this so incredibly well. I have someone that is um, wanting to join Soulcraft and is kind of, you know, has some uh, resistance. And Carmen and I were talking about it through voice notes because that's how we communicate. And she... Carmen is like, okay, we'll see, you know, um, this person has sounds like they have resistance and, and, you know, we'll just, we'll see how it goes. And, and, you know, it's just so beautiful the way that you approach these types of scenarios where I'm like inside, I'm like anxiety. I'm like, oh, this person should like come. And you're like, it, it's going to work out. It is, it is. You're, and you're so right. It's people are, um, they go into that fear mindset versus I have this vision this may not be the right time for this person however you know I I, I envision this person being there already so I have to come back to that she's going to be here with us talking at 4 a.m my time and <laughs> I have a whole team that's going to be here I already know and the, that part is so powerful and maybe it takes time to bypass the fear, right? Leaning into it, acknowledging it, and then going back to your vision and being able to settle and surrender. There's a lot of surrendering in this business, I find. Um, so I just wanna say that because you modeled exactly that for me yesterday. And I feel at ease with it now, regardless of her, of, her, um, of how she takes action, so. Yeah. Yeah, it's really well said. Yeah, it's it's so interesting. And this is something for for all of us when we're enrolling people that it's really important to have this direct way for them to become involved and a reason to purchase now. So like in Soulcraft, oftentimes they'll get $500 off if they purchase within a certain time frame. But then sometimes if somebody doesn't do it and you're like really sure they were going to, I find the best thing is you just give them space, you know, and, and they, cause sometimes they just need to calm down. And then like the next day they're like, no, I want to do this. You know? So it's, I find, but also, also in life, like I find as long as, and actually this is a really good manifest, manifest manifestation tip to be really clear with what we want. And then especially to have dream boards and like you're doing, like you're visualizing her being in soul craft, but then you like step back and let go. And there's something magic that happens in that combination of being really clear, visualizing, doing the work, and then just stepping back and letting go. And then that's where, but then also paying attention to any intuition, like, like Laura, if, if tomorrow you're like, I need to call her. Like if, if something, you have a little hit, do that. I'm going to tell you a quick story. I need to do, need to do, do this on an actual story, but 
with our, it's been very difficult to find a long-term rental place here because Australia has been closed, so no one can travel. So everyone's just staying in their homes. <laughs> so we haven't been able to find a long-term rental place. We finally found one. We went and saw it. It was too, it was astronomical because they've like raised prices, but there was building going on in front. And so they said, they'll probably accept a lot lower because of this construction. So we put in an offer. Um, I had, I, I'm really big on houses always having visually. So I had the URL, I would, I would look at the pictures like often. I was like, I just know I'm gonna live there. So we put in the offer and then unfortunately everyone else put in an extra $500 a week above us. So two, two grand more a month. And so they called us, we're like, they were like, the real estate agent, she's like, they really loved you. Are you sure you can't go higher? And I'm like, that was just our budget. We, we just can't, like, that's just our budget. So they're like, we're so really sorry. We have to give it to these other people because there's a whole lineup of people that are willing to pay $500 more per week. So, um, so two weeks went by and I would still look at the pictures. I'm like, I know we're supposed to, I just know I'm supposed to live there. And so I, I emailed her, I just had this feeling, email her after the weekend. And so I told her, um, we're still interested in this. I noticed it's still for rent. Like, what if we play, paid six months in advance? Because we just had like what we knew we could pay and who it doesn't matter if we pay in advance. So she emailed me back. She's like, funnily enough, the owners actually are, are still interested. So I guess the other one fell through. And so she was like, they, they would like to have you. So we, we got it. Like, and I really believe this. You know how I always say, like, declare what you want, post pictures everywhere. So there's something really magical about looking. This is why dream boards, like you have to have your dream boards and you have to, whatever you want, you have to look at. Then let it, let it go. Like I was really clear, like this is what we can afford. And then I just let it go. But then when I had that little tweak, like I'm meant to live there, I need to email her. <laughs> so I emailed her and it just worked out. And this has happened countless times, but it is that clarity, it's the visualization, it's letting it go. And then when you get like a little like urge, and this, this has always worked for me with enrolling people. When I feel like, oh, I need to like send them something, then I do. But space is really important too. Yeah. And on that, we need to give you, oh, go ahead, Sigrun. I have one question to that because yes. I'm still feeling I'm struggling despite I'm doing it, practicing for a long time. Um, when do you know to let go? I mean, how long do you internalize the vision from your vision board? When do you, when it's a time that you, do you just decide tomorrow, I don't look at it anymore? Or how do you, how do you mean that? Mm. So can you, can you give me an example? And, and I always say this, like, if you, if it's too personal, that's okay. But if it's not, can you give me an example? Like, is it a house? Is it a job? Is it a, and don't feel like you have to, if you don't want to, it's okay. You can just well, say, no, it's kind of too private. That's okay. I don't, I don't mind. I'm, I mean, I'm still my nine to five. I'm actually trying to, I'm in home office and I'm just squeezing the time in today because I have a little extra time. So I'm, I'm, I, my vision is actually to live anywhere in the world, more like a digital nomad and, okay. and live in a nice house by the sea. I have the house. I have it on my board. Okay. Okay. Do not give that up. What, what I was going to say, yeah, don't give that up because that's, that's, that's what your heart wants. That's what your heart wants. It may take a little longer 
than you thought. But when you when you really want something, it, it will happen. So and, and it may come in a different way, like the, the house may be in a different place, but it will look spookily eerily like the house that <laughs> that you have on your dream boards. So but don't give up on that. Yeah, so don't don't give up on that. Just what I would just journal about, like, say, this is my dream. If it's going to take a little bit more time, that's okay. And then, you know, journal like universe or God, I don't know how you relate to, to something bigger, but what should I do? Like, what, how would you guide me? And, and ask for inspiration. And I can tell you, like, in my life, some things have happened quick. Some things take a long time. Like even, even this house, we've been in Australia for a year and a half and we haven't been able to find a place. And honestly, I almost gave up. That's not as big as your dream. Yours, your dream is a bigger dream than just finding a place to rent. Okay, so that's a bigger dream. But yeah. make sure, do you have visual, you have visual pictures of the house? Do you have visual pictures on your alchemy of dream board of how you want to feel? And some some words, so, so I, I have, I, I have some words. But I don't have like, I, I don't even remember of if I have like feeling I have freedom, something like that, but I don't have actually like, I mean, I have the word love anywhere in my home. Yeah. Okay. <laughs> and okay. Um, I have a visual of, of one house on my vision board. Okay. Um, but I don't have that, like you, you had that specific place. And it looked like it, and you know that you have to. I don't. I mean, I have it more in my head, like it, like like it feels and what it looks like. Then on the vision board, there is just the house, which stands for the house at the ocean because it's the house at the ocean. Yep, yep. That's that's totally um, fine. But um, yeah, apart from that, I have my vision board, and I just don't know. Do I do? Should I just? I look on it every it's in my it's close to my bed so I just look upon waking up and upon uh, before I go to bed and and do I need to hide it at one point or <laughs> no 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 so keep so keep it keep it there what what I would do and, and it doesn't have to be the exact picture of but just something near what you've done is what symbolizes that the house at the beach that's perfect I would put a few more pictures of how you want to feel like if you can find a picture of a woman that symbolizes how you want to feel and then just some words as well, just so you can get into the feeling of it. Okay. Then there's two more things that I, I want you to practice that will really help. So the universe loves two things when we're grateful for what we have, because it puts us into mm -hmm. this, this grateful energy. And then when we act as if it's already happened. So one thing I practice all the time is when I go to bed at night, I count off 10 things that I'm grateful for on my fingers. Mm -hmm. And typically I always fall asleep by number four. <laughs> it's like the, it always puts me to sleep. But sometimes if I'm like busier, I'll get to 10. But I want you to, to really think about every night, like what went well, what am I grateful for? Because there's something that it changes the stress and the anxiety in the body. And when we have stress and anxiety about our dreams, we actually push them away from us. Okay. So, and, and anytime you have a thought like, oh, am I ever going to get there? Just replace that thought with, I'm going to get there. What am I grateful for right now? 
I'm grateful for right now because I'm I have a jumper that feels like really snugly and warm. You know, like just move your your physical state into that relaxed state. Because this this is the thing when we want something and it doesn't happen, we get tighter and tighter and tighter. And then we end up pushing it away. And I remember this with a house that I in um, in Maui in Maui in in Miami that wasn't coming through. It was alone. And I was just getting tighter and tighter and tighter. And finally, I just laid on my bed because when you lay down, you really relax. And I just sent love to the real estate agent, to the bank, to everyone. I was just like, you must be going through something. Nothing's happening. You must have your own issues, sending love. And it came through the next day. And I always remember it was, I think, because I was just more and more wound up. So gratitude. Mm -hmm. And then I want you to now from that place during the day, if I had that house on the beach, and if I was working in the job I liked, I loved, how would I walk around during the day? And I w- want you to, to start being that person because then you're an energetic match to the thing that you want. And it will come in more quickly. Right. Okay. Now, it doesn't mean there isn't going to be work. You know, I would journal and say, okay, universe, God, what would you have me do? You know, like, and, and listen to the little bits of inspiration. But I don't want to give you too much to do because we can talk about this next week for everyone. So this is good for everyone on, on your dream board. Does it have pictures of how you want to feel? Okay. In your life, does it have words, how you want to feel? Number two, are you, are you practicing gratitude every day? Okay. Because that, that just changes everything. And I know it's a cliche and cliches work. Okay. So are you practicing gratitude? And then third, and this is the true practice because all of us can count off 10 things that we're grateful before we go to sleep, but can you walk through the day? If I was a successful entrepreneur, if I was living in a beach house, how would I walk around? I'd probably have a big smile on my face. (laughs) And that's how you want to walk around during the day because you'll be an energetic match to the things that you want. Yeah. How, how does that feel? It's great. That's good. Okay. All right. I'll, I'll really stop now. Cause I know we've gone a little bit over time, but I'm sure this Thank is probably you. helpful. Ask and it's given. Yes. Ask, have you read ask and it's given? Yes, I have. Right, but you have? Time, time back. It's, uh, maybe I should read it again. <laughs> Yeah, this it's come up for a reason that asking it's given is like my number two favorite book in the world by Abraham Hicks and that 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 will help with the just the feeling because we want to just relax you so that you're not feeling tight around your desires. Yeah, right. I feel, I'm sorry, I feel often tired in my job. So that's when the energy goes drops down a lot. So yeah. there is, I'm aware of that, but I'm still struggling. So I don't want to, you know, um, I know we need to finish. <laughs> yeah, but no, no, it's, that's really, yeah. So that, that's, that's good to know and to be gentle with yourself too. That, yeah. you know, when you're, when you're tired, just be gen- gentle with yourself. Like don't make yourself wrong for feeling that dip because that's quite natural after a hard day's work. Just say, okay, I feel this way. Um, let me just count off 10 things and go to sleep and tomorrow's a new day. And, but don't give yourself any tension around not feeling up because 
that's it just is what is when you know a job is tough yeah okay yeah thank you so so much you're welcome thank you for sharing that now it's absolutely beautiful yeah and i know everyone we we always the the perfect things come up in every call you know like yeah so thank you all right well on that note let's take a big picture for all of us and let me get us all okay so just our big smiles initially one two three (laughs) it's so hard not to go crazy and just our smile ones one two three ready go crazy no (laughs) you see we're cute all right well have a fantastic week we'll see you on the forum um i'm back next week and any of this oh don't forget to do your two ahas and your two action steps and hopefully this was super valuable and um you can either use it yourself or teach it to your team too all right i will see you next week bye everybody awesome thanks everybody good night Bye. bye bye